This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. I need service. Like a refill on your drink? Or some more dipping sauces? No, goobers. I need service on my car. Oh, okay. But I still want to refill on my drink. Well, I'm sure the professionals at Sears Imported Autos can help with that because they literally do everything for you. Yeah, I've heard you mention that. Didn't Colin just take his car into the service department at Sears? He did, and it was amazing. And we've owned a few car brands. We've been to a few places. But the service at Sears was beyond. They gave him a free Mercedes loaner while his car was being worked on. Oh, fancy. Oh, absolutely. And obviously with COVID, safety is so important to the family at Sears. If people request, the service pros at Sears Imported Autos will pick up your car, perform the repairs, clean, disinfect, and get it back to you safe and sound. And I must say it feels so nice and it gives you that great peace of mind. I know some places make it a pain to schedule an appointment. How is it at Sears? So simple. No horrible phone trees. You can schedule an appointment right online at SearsImports.com. No wonder Sears won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. To me, they are fabulous. No, 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 no. No, Fibulous, every day, every year, for over 55 years, serving four generations of customers. And let's just say, very few can say that. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes west of downtown Minneapolis on 394. And online at SearsImports.com. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the Morning on MyTalk 1071 and streaming globally on our my talk app and don't forget if you missed old episodes they're all available well not all of them but some are available via the podcast i'm jason matheson along with alexis thompson don mcclain and kenny thanks for being here we have a lot to get to so we're just going to get to it we're going to wrap up a conversation we're talking about james corden on howard stern this week and to reset the table lex and i always feel this way and we say it we've said it many times usually when you get done with a stern interview the subject whether you like them or not you end up walking away from a stern interview liking that person more like uh, Catherine heigl's the best case and lex mentioned this i did not like her at all listened to the interview with her liked her 
Yeah. I enjoyed her. I became not a fan, but I stopped hating her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Howard but, has her great way of pulling things out of the people he's talking to, making them human, making them, yeah, more relatable and and having them share things that they've never shared before. To put the forks and the knives and the, the table settings on the table again, what, what didn't happen with James Corden? Why do you feel the opposite again, Lex? I feel... That yeah, I, I like him less afterward, but I think it's more because he didn't really answer the questions. I can't even think about a, a question where he had even a, an opinion. I think he was trying to either be too nice or he talked about being British nice kind of thing. And then he kind of turned into a, you know, we can all have different opinions and all. It just felt very, which is true, but the way that he said it felt very like preachery and I I just I didn't like him as much afterward. He didn't really answer much questions. And Howard I, was really trying and you could tell he was getting frustrated with him. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't get the sense that he was preachy, but I 100% agree with you. I was on I know where I was. I was on 394 heading into the station to do the show. Yeah. And I'm looking at the radio like Oh my goodness, Howard has to be frustrated because Howard asked him about the controversy over James Corden playing a gay character in prom on Netflix. Yeah, what do you say about that? Nothing. Uh, nothing. <laughs> he gave um not a lot he, of you know, no, what he no, said he... was was a very PR answer. Exactly. A very politically correct and I hate that term, but a very politically correct answer because I'm sure he didn't want to step in mud all over again. I have to tell you though, and I'm a gay guy, I would have appreciated this and maybe he doesn't feel this way. You know what? I would have appreciated him going, you know what? I'm an actor. Um, I'm an actor and uh maybe people need to stop being so sensitive. And I did the best I could. I didn't mean to offend anybody. I would have so of yes. appreciated that. Um, but then again, I, I I am a gay that was that I am not offended by that. I think actors have a job. Now, simultaneously, do I hope and pray for more uh, gay actors uh, in the LGBTQ spectrum to get more opportunities? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But I I think it is detrimental at the same time for us as gay people to be like, okay, you can't play us. I mean, we don't want to be discriminated against, and I don't think we should be. Gays can play straights. Exactly. So it goes both ways. I've been very clear how I feel about that. from Mindhunter. He, uh, what's his name? Oh, 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 his um, face. Uh, he's best friends with Leah Michelle. Um, uh, oh, uh, that's bad. oh uh, John, Jonathan, Groff. Jonathan Groff, Jonathan yes. Groff. Yes, that's, I had no Google. idea he was gay. Yeah, so yeah. Somebody told but, me he did, you know, I mm-hmm. mean. But I don't you're know. Right. I'm, but I'm not, so I can't really judge. I'd yeah. rather hear from Jason and how he feels. Uh, it does not offend me, and I and I'm and I'm serious. It gives me a little. I get real irritated. I, it's the access again, to I, trying to, out to just being able to have the opportunity to show what you've got. That's where uh, it's yes. lacking. But actually, casting if <clears throat> if other people, you know, yeah, yeah. It, the, I, and I believe I can, as a gay guy, I can feel both of those things. I can have those parallel tracks. Sure. I I cannot be offended by it. And at the same time, hope that there are more opportunities for gay people. I'm just telling you in my life, James Corden does not offend me. Mm-hmm. That role did not offend me. I actually liked him in it. And, and if that gets people angry, 
I, 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 that's my opinion. What he, what James Corden did in that Howard Stern interview was very like everybody can have their own opinion, and yeah. um, you have to accept that, and, which is true. But I'm like, okay, give us more. Well, what's yours? I, what's yeah. your opinion? Like, were you? Did it hurt your feelings? Were you irritated? He was just very. Very woo woo, and and I I wanted some I wanted some humanity. I wanted some blunt honesty, um, and I we just didn't get it. And I I'm Lex. It was very scripted. It felt like mm, so. I'm with bad. you. On yeah, that. it was just yeah. felt neutered the whole time. No, oh yes, it was a very. Uh, ugh, yeah. It's forgettable. It's a very forgettable interview, and it could have been great. Yes. I wanted to hear. I want to know that he was maybe irritated or hurt by it. I'm yes. sure it was hurtful when BuzzFeed is ripping you to high hell because you're on this roll. BuzzFeed. Oh my goodness, that week, BuzzFeed oh. made. BuzzFeed was like all about hating on James Corden, and I. So what? What's that like for you as an actor to know that you're proud of this work? Mm-hmm. You're proud of the movie. But you are getting ripped from one end of the internet to the other. You, there has to be some emotion connected to that. And if not, tell me why. Why are you removed? Why didn't it bother you? Is it because you're proud of your work? He didn't do any not, of that. None of it. Nope. So, yeah. Uh, you can listen to the whole James Corden interview on uh, on uh, SiriusXM or just go to the Howard uh, app there. Baba Booey Howard, we love you. Uh, let's. Uh, it's time to enter my mind. I'm very ser- sc- sorry. It's a scary place. Uh, please, Kenny, put your goggles on. It's uh, we're going to go down the rabbit hole. Here we go. Down the These are little nuggets of uh, uh, kind of dissecting and looking at specific moments in pop culture history. Uh, you know me. I cannot really tell you at all uh, where Utah is on a map, but I can certainly <laughs> I can certainly tell you how long Knott's Landing uh, ran on CBS, which is 14 seasons and 344 episodes. So we thought we'd put my pop culture knowledge to good use by doing these little segments. Today, we're looking at those cheesy banana those cheesy Belize uh, network fall campaigns with the cheesy songs that we sometimes play. Why did they happen? And we're going to listen to a few. Let's start with why they happened. It was really to get people excited about the new programming uh, on the networks. Because this was at a time where we didn't have Netflix and 8,000 choices. Right. You basically had three choices. Yep. <laughs> you, had a- you had ABC, you had CBS, and you had NBC and PBS in certain markets. Um, Fox didn't come along until right. 86. So until we're later. not. Yeah. So you were forced to watch one of the three, the big three, and it was a big deal. It's really hard to wrap your brain around how big of a deal the new fall lineup was, but it was like the movies. I mean, it was like, ooh, what are the new shows? And so to to kind of capture that excitement and to help launch their their fall season, the networks did these extravagant promotional campaigns with music and dancing and they they gathered all of their stars and they spent millions of dollars on these productions and the first one we're going to listen to uh because well it's um b arthur's favorite i didn't know this but she told me it's her favorite oh 
This is cheesy. You're going to need crackers. You're going to need a napkin. <laughs> this is from ABC in 1977, and it's called Still the One, which is a takeoff of a popular song back in the day. Oh, yeah. Kenny, do you remember this? Oh, yes, absolutely. We still the one. I know. 1977, that's the ABC television network. Now, NBC, probably their most favorite. I have one of each network, uh, an extra one, really, from uh, ABC, too. But uh, NBC's probably one of their uh, most famous was Come Home to NBC. This was in the mid-'80s when NBC was on fire. We're talking Golden Girls. We're talking Cosby. We're talking Night Court, L.A. Law, Cheers. They were on Miami Vice. NBC was was on fire yes here's a little bit from 1986 87 come home to nbc cost two and a half million dollars oh to produce. No. Are you kidding me? Right, yeah. because it was a full, like, It was video, a huge, like, yes. Oh my gosh, it was very exciting. Oh, with inflation, what would wow. that be now? Who knows, but that was one of the most, that was the most expensive one because they really demanded that everyone take part. So they had different photo shoots with the different stars and little fun fact, David Letterman did not participate. <laughs> oh my god. He nice. was the Kenny. He was the Kenny. He's, He's like, no, I'm doing this. Yeah. yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, and just to get all three in there, uh, 1989, and then we'll wrap up here. This is CBS. Uh, they did a campaign called Get Ready, Everybody. Get ready for the crappy lineup on CBS in the late 80s. Get ready for CBS. Get ready. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are we ready? They're not ready. I'm ready. Me too. I'm not ready yet. So get ready already. Are you ready? I'm 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 ready. I'm ready. We're ready. We're all ready. Get ready for CBS.
so so stupid. So very stupid. Uh, <laughs> the only good show. Subpar. Uh, yeah, half of the people speaking were from Knott's Landing or Dallas, and that's the only reason <laughs> I picked that. But uh, but yeah, and they don't do it anymore. I mean, the end of the story really is the the, the networks don't really spend that money anymore. Uh, you know, tastes have changed. What attracts people? What what advertising is has changed. So sadly, they don't do these big productions anymore. Um, I I told B. Arthur to wrap this up. I told B. Arthur one time. This was a few months ago. I said, you know, when we come out of the pandemic. I really think because we're a pop culture station and we're doing a lot of like flashbacks. I said we should put together like a recreation of one of these big network promos. You know, when we come out of the other side of the pandemic to celebrate, I said we should recreate like still the one or come on along and do not a frame by frame, but just make it cheesy. Like, you know, Lex and I are walking down the street of Anoka and we see Bradley and Bradley's like, hey, girl. And then we go down another street and there's Steve naked. And then we go down another street and and just make a cheese ball recreation of these network promos. It's I on love brand. That. Let's I, do it. I thought it would be fun. So, but B. Arthur never listens to us. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yes, Kenny. Kenny. Yes, Kenny. Has a comment. I'm out. <laughs> It'll just be one shot of him sitting there <laughs> and we'll just looking over to the side. Don will have to green screen Kenny into the promo <laughs> yeah. and make it blatantly obvious that he's not with us. Elizabeth Reese is next with the Dirt Alert. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important, and if you don't like yours for whatever reason... It can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes-Dental.com. And don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. She's my regular dentist. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's get caught up with the entertainment news and the dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, good morning, you guys. This is kind of interesting. The top story on Us Weekly today is about Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphrey's ill-fated marriage. Chris oh. Humphrey's from Minnesota, oh. as we yeah. know. Oh. And, um, and it's interesting because she is talking about their relationship during part one of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians reunion special. And here's what she said about it. Uh, so she talked about this um, with Chris Jenner. And Chris Jenner explained that the night before 
Kim Kardashian married Chris Humphreys. Remember, they started dating and were engaged seven months later. That Chris Jenner said, you can back out to Kim. And Kim says that this is what she remembered about Chris saying to her. She said um, that Chris said, go, I'm going to put you in a car. No one will find you. Just leave and I'll handle it. And then this is what Kim said. She said, I thought, okay, we're filming this for a TV show. If I leave, I'm going to be known as the runaway bride forever. It's going to be a huge joke. And I think I just had cold feet. So she went through with the wedding in part because of the show. But she said the marriage was not fake. She said she did feel pressure to go through with it. She thought she was going to let everyone down. And listen, I think that's very relatable. I think a lot of people have gotten married because they thought, well, the invitations are out. Everyone's showing up. Oh, I can't get out of this now. (laughs) Kim said the show paid her a fee to film the show. And she said she took her entire fee and probably Chris's fee and put that towards the wedding budget because she wanted a bigger wedding than what the show was going to pay for. She said, so I used all of our production money on the wedding. So if that was fake, I would have just saved my money. Like she would have taken the fee, not put it back into the show. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because the show was going to give a certain budget for the wedding. And then Kim was getting paid for it. Chris is her manager. So Chris was getting a cut of that. And Kim says she took all of the money that she was making off of the wedding and put it into the wedding for her guests to experience, you know, Ah. to have this big party. Wow. Does anybody, uh, Elizabeth, any of your friends, do you, anybody see him around town? I never anybody? see him, no, and I don't know anyone who knows him. I mean, I, yeah. I don't, I must not be in that circle. I'm, in, I have. I'm more I'm in like the not. getting spit up on circle. Um, <laughs> I heard, I'm going to be real shady raw up on hers, Ooh, but um, hear, I heard um, that, not naming no names, but somebody in the story that Elizabeth just brought us, somebody, I'm not saying names, might have went to a local restaurant, might have rang up a really, really big bill, and might have been a pill, and might have left nothing. Oh, no. Nothing? Somebody in Elizabeth's story, I'm not saying who it is, could be Chris Jenner. There were three people that I talked about. So you you can do the, you can see Mm -hmm. who was at the local Applebee's. And this source... Uh, beyond trustworthy. Okay. I mean, like beyond trustworthy. So, mm-hmm. so this is um, interesting too. What continued with this relationship? Kim says in this reunion that she handled it totally the wrong way. She filed for divorce seventy-two days after they got married. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got married in August of 2011. The ceremony aired two months later on E, and then she filed for divorce that same month. The divorce was not finalized until 2013. She said she tried to call him for months, Chris Humphreys, and that years later she ran into him in L.A. and he wouldn't even look at her. Um, And she said all of his friends got up and said hi to me. He just literally looked at me and wouldn't even speak to me. Wow. Ooh, hurt feelings still. He's very faith-based, and so I'm sure he would have loved to not have marriage on his record. He wanted an annulment. The only legal way to get an annulment is if fraud is involved, is what she says. So he marked fraud to get an annulment. So the whole world wondered, what is this fraud? If I was mature, I would have wanted the annulment, too. I wish I was only married once. Mm. Oh, okay, well. And then six months after she split from Chris Humphreys is when she told Kanye West that she wanted more than just a friendship. And then, of course, we know what happened there. 
Yeah. I just thought that was interesting insight. Yeah. yeah. Because remember, is. it was such a production. I mean, she was oh. here. Like, she was on Lake Minnetonka yes. with him. She was, like, coming I to know, events at Seven I Sushi. I didn't know any of this. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It was, like... It was a big to-do. It was a big to-do that you spotted Kim Kardashian all around. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were the days, Jason. Those were the days. <laughs> Billie Eilish's boyfriend uh, is apologizing for racist posts on social media. Uh-oh. They've resurfaced. Yeah. He shared an apology on his Instagram story. Uh, his past posts used homophobic and racist language. He's 29. She's 19. And her fans discovered his past tweets and Facebook posts. Man, guys. And she also was seen making fun of race, uh, imitating an Asian accent and things like that. Yeah. So there we Ugh. go, guys. Ugh. I know. Well, we'll cheer it up today at three on Twin Cities yeah, Live. Yes, it will be. <laughs> yeah. When we come back, forced movie reviews next. Relationship with Alexis. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's the series finale, everyone. Ah, of our friendship? <laughs> yep, that's it. Oh, man. It's the series finale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jason, Lex, Don, and Kitty. Thank you for being here. <sighs> oh, wow. It is Friday, and uh, we do several things on Fridays. Mm-hmm. And um, one of this, uh, one of the things we do is this horrible idea. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. Um. <laughs> oh. Uh, Alexis has assigned me a lot of bad, a lot of action movies mm-hmm. over the years. Um, and some of them, well, one of them was actually really good, John Wick. And some oh, of them were so, idea. and some of them were so good, so bad, they were laughable. Um, the one she assigned me this week <laughs> is just bad. Like, bad to the point that, I, I feel like this is a quote that could come out of Kenny's mouth. It was so bad. I was just physically angry. I was physically. It wasn't even. It wasn't even bad. Good. It was just bad. And let me all. This is I like Dawn. And I think what you do, too. I have notes in my iPhone. And I, we could literally make this the shortest segment ever if I just read you the one line that I wrote. And the line is this. Oh, no. Movie so bad, only available on Tubby. <laughs> now. Yeah. Thank you for calling it Tubby. Now, I am, I am, I am not joking. The movie, I put it into, I have an Apple TV. Uh-huh. And I and usually like let's say you're looking for Citizen Kane, you can go to your Apple TV remote and you go, you know, hey blank, show me Citizen Kane. And mm-hmm. on the Apple TV, it will list all of the places that you can watch it, whether you know the sources, yeah. uh HBO Max, or you can rent it, or you can watch it, whatever. I got on my remote on my Apple TV and I regret not recording this. I was by myself, but I went, I went like this. I went, Hey, I don't want to say the name cause I don't want to activate everybody's phone, but I went, yeah. Hey, hey Matilda, Hey Matilda, show me American Ninja. 
the think bubble. <laughs> I was laughing. The think bubble was going around. Oh. And the wheel of it was going around and oh, around. Right. And I and I have great internet. Like I pay oh. for that internet upgrade for streaming, so I know I have good internet. Yeah. And and finally it popped up, and it was like tubby. And it was it. <laughs> and normally a movie has like three or four opportunities. You can, you, and yeah. eat, most of the time, at the very least, you can rent it for a fee on Apple. This movie. It was free. Is, you no. have to pay for it. I would be thrilled if it was I, on Tubby. No, I'm not done. Because, <laughs> no, the movie is so bad. Apple doesn't even have it for you to pay for. Oh, wow. They're not, they don't want it even in their library. And then on Tubby, I had to watch commercials with it. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Jason. Oh my what God. did you do? That's, you had to watch uh, commercials. Uh, uh, <laughs> Which prolonged uh, yeah. the hell of this movie, yeah. which okay, what about the story? Yeah, yeah. He's tell a, us about the story. In we... a foreign land, he's showing his skills off. He's got master ninja skills. It's very uh, exciting, it's exhilarating, don't you think? Exhilarating. I sent a video to Alexis, which once again I cussed so much that I can't play on the radio. Uh-huh. I, I was but, like, "What do you play?" I'm like, "Oh." But my my Jesus watching American Ninja. My whole observation of this movie was, this is not a movie. This is not. It doesn't look like a movie. It doesn't sound like a movie. It's not shot like a movie. It is like a bad episode of the Bionic Woman. It is shot like Wonder Woman with Linda Carter. It is shot like an episode of Chips. It is, the music is bad. It is so cheesy like, I, I can't even, the score, I'm waiting. I was waiting for Mr. T to walk in because, and it looks like a TV show. So here's the plot, and I say that with a small P. So this dude, um, he has to join the military, be, or, or like uh, he can either go to the military or he can go to prison. Um, yep. So he goes to the military, and there... Um, he gets, I don't know, all of a sudden out of freaking nowhere, these ninjas start like ambushing people. I think he's in Guatemala or somewhere. I don't know. So these ninjas ambushed this group and basically everybody dies. But he saves the daughter of the bigwig, the colonel or the general or whatever, and this woman, no offense, but I, I can't even be kind. She is the worst actress <laughs> of the 80s. I mean, she's horrible. So, and I'm thinking to myself, she's so bad, I wouldn't have saved her because she's just annoying. She's like, oh, oh, the river. Oh, I can't walk in the skirt. So he rips her short. He rips her shirt, a skirt to like make them into shorts. Oh, thank you so much for helping. And, and she's the stereotypical like rich girl. She was, when we get back, you're going to buy me these new shorts. <laughs> oh this God. new shirt. Wow. <laughs> 
Okay, so he comes back. He's not real popular with uh, with uh, with the the army people uh-huh. because everybody died. He let his comrade he he let his uh, his his colleagues just die with these ninjas. So, dude has like condition, basically like amnesia. So he doesn't really remember where he came from. He's a horrible actor too. Let me just acknowledge this. <laughs> well, come to find out, this guy was raised by like this ninja Yoda. Mm-hmm. And so he has these incredible powers and and the group that is cool. the through the the group that is the through line of this whole movie, they're like a Japanese I forgot what the name of it is. It doesn't matter, but they're like they're the they're, The Black Star like, Masters? Oh my gosh, that's okay. I hope that's what it is cuz that sounds very awesome. It is. The Black Star Masters. The fact that I just watched this and I don't remember it, and Alexis just said that by memory, is horribly frightening to me. I literally just watched this 12 hours ago. I don't remember that name. Alexis just said that off the top of her head. Yeah, what is it? The Black Star people? Sure. Mm -hmm. So... There's a big, he realizes, he's like Luke Skywalker, you know, when he discovers his lineage. He's like, oh my God, I was raised by this master ninja guy. <laughs> I love the voice that you're giving these people that sounds very modern. <laughs> yeah. So then there's a big showdown. He ends up vanquishing the Black Star people. Masters. And then, and then he, and then, and then bad actresses there. And then it ends. It's horrible. Did you learn Out any of, skills? Ninja skills? Oh, oh no. my gosh. Because he's not really, let's be clear. <laughs> he's not really a ninja. I mean, that's the other thing. He's not a ninja. And th- th- like the title is a lie. He's not. Do you know that they made a second movie? Oh, I know. I researched this afterwards. <laughs> But it's just horrible. And they wanted it's, Chuck Norris, but he didn't want to cover his face. Oh, uh, well, course. and he probably read the script <laughs> and he found out who the co-star was. That <laughs> woman. Anyway, um, it oh, is not. Wow. Look, it, this is now right below Apocalypto as far as horrible oh, motion that's pictures. What I was wondering, did you like it more than Apocalypto? No, that was I mean, a yes, slightly. That was really gross and disgusting. You said you could barely watch it. Yeah, this gore. was just really this good. was just eye roll rage inducingly <laughs> bad. I felt like Kenny. I was mad. I was mad that I was wasting an hour and twenty minutes of my lovely Thursday. Well, you need watch- to watch it sooner. Yeah, right, no. Kenny. We're guilty. I can't, yeah, I yeah. Get it yeah. out of the way. Oh, which Kenny? I, I don't mean to make. Uh, She's right. You screwed up, Jason. I know. It makes it's you your more own, mad if you fault. watch it. I've done it. If you watch it on Thursday, you get really mad. Yeah. You're yeah. like, shoot, I forgot to watch it until now. There goes my yeah. night. Yeah. Yep. What We're happened guilty. to me? I was forced to watch something, and I missed that fish fry. What What was that piece of crap I had to watch? Oh. That was, uh, was that Titanic. No, oh, yeah. Titanic. Titanic. Oh, 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 I promised I wasn't going to say anything bad about that because mm-hmm. of uh, Colin. Colin. Yeah. I apologize, Colin. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> oh, yeah. But we have something fun coming up. So We do. When we, we come back, earlier. Um, instead of my anger uh, being taken out on Dawn, I'll save that for next week, we're going to take my anger out on Kenny. Uh, he will be assigned a movie when we return. Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. 
Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Streaming on my talks app, online, and of course on the radio. Hello, everybody on 694. Uh, thanks for being with us. And uh, let's continue now with Forced Movie Review Friday. As you just heard, I was punished severely uh, by uh, Alexis. Yeah. Um, I thought she was a friend. Um, yeah, I was punished severely by Alexis uh, mm-hmm. with the horrible movie American Ninja from 1985. Now, usually what ha- happens is I now put my punishment toward or I put my revenge and anger toward Dawn to assign her a rom-com or a romance because mm-hmm. I love those movies. But we're going to pause that lineage uh, to make Kenny suffer. So... <laughs> Um, Before you start, you may have noticed that I spent that entire break um, typing. And uh, truth be told, I'm not going to keep any secrets from you. I was uh, exchanging (laughs) messages with Kathy Werzer, and Kathy said, yeah, sure, come on over. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Depending on what happens here. Well, yeah. Depending on what happens here, I, I you might not, you may be I, over you know, at Kathy's. Okay, you may yeah, be over I at Z's show. Kathy's house. Okay, I might be over at Kathy's house next week. Well, they're okay. doing some rejiggering over there, so yeah. So have fun. Now, um, let's get back. Let's get back to punishing Kenny. Yes. Okay. Uh, now, you, huh? now. Lex, uh, we decided the three of us, right? We're each, or what should we do? How let's do our show meeting on the air right now? Yeah. What should we do, Dawn? How are you feeling? Uh, how am I feeling? Uh, yeah. Well, what are my options? Well, we can do your idea, mm-hmm. uh, which was re- re- refresh everyone's memory. <laughs> what was your movie? Uh, well, it stars Charlton Heston. It is a take mm. on I Am Legend, and it's called The Omega Man from 1971, and it is hideous. It is laughable. It's really bad. And he hates okay. Charlton Heston. So, Yeah. So. Ooh. There, he's got a co-star in that movie that I don't hate. Oh, oh, there's oh that. I know who you're talking about. Yes. Okay. The hot yes. chick. Yes. Now, now, Alexis, you have some movies up your sleeve, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I was going down the route of like 13 going on 30. Panda's idea, I like 27 Dresses with oh, Catherine okay. Heigl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama, that route. But... I know he does not like Charleston Heston. Char- yeah, so Heston. So maybe Charlton. I always wanted to add an S in there for some reason. Jace, what was your idea? What do you want to do? I have a movie that I've assigned Dawn already. <laughs> okay. That oh. I'm that I'm pretty certain. Oh. He will hate. Can I guess? Type it in the. Oh no, Kenny can see the message. But, oh, um, okay. no, I can't. I'm, oh, you can't. You talk, no, no, I'm not on. Type it in the. System. Type it okay. in our is private it, messenger, okay. Alex. Let's pri- Let's. Alexis is now typing the movie into our private, instant messaging system. Oh, I can't remember the exact um, name of it, but it's. I just. I gave the details. No, that's a good one. Oh, okay. Now, Dawn can see this too. So there we go. Okay, okay I have to go around to another computer to see it. Uh, okay, there's. Oh. Wait, it turns out I can see it. Okay, <laughs> you can see it. Yeah, damn it, Kenny. Okay. Oh, man, okay. Oh, okay. that one's good, too. Okay. So it's more the rom-com. Okay. Yeah, Dawn is having a visceral reaction uh, even hearing uh, about that movie. Okay, 
so what should we do? Mm. Should I flip a coin? Should we flip a coin? Because here's uh, the movie, my talkers. Coin somewhere, or should we just narrow it down? Well, no, I think we should maybe narrow it down. Okay. Uh, let's do let's do two. Okay. So my maybe movie suggestion uh, was Under the Tuscan Sun uh-huh. with Diane Lane. I was thinking you were going to say the lucky one. No, which I think Under the Tuscan Sun with Diane Lane is one of the ultimate chick flicks. Oh yeah. Um. So or Omega Man. I will find a coin because I think I have one in my wallet, and we'll flip. Oh. Of course you do, because she has. I bet she has hard. She has hard coin, candy in there too. I would like yeah. to take uh, caller number two for Chelsea Handler tickets. Oh, yeah, oh that's right. Yeah. I apologize. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. She'll be here December third. Tickets go on sale today. Today, oh. yeah. Six five one six four one. Send me to that. One zero seven one. Caller number. Which which number, Don? Two. Two. Okay, Dawn, this is perfect. Dawn's going to take care of that. Alexis is digging through her, Whatever you guys her hard candy. You'll have more assignments, so you can wait okay. on mine. Um, no, 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 no. We're either going to do Omega Man or which one, Lex? Uh, or uh, Under the Tuscan Sun. Okay, Lex, which one should be Heads and Tails? Uh, let's do Heads, Omega Man, Tails, Under the Tuscan Sun. Okay, Lex, let me give you a properly uh, overly dramatic drum roll here. Okay. Uh Okay. We're deciding Kenny's fate next week. Try to f- keep this on Here the table. we go. Are you ready, Lex? I'm ready. Tails under the Tuscan sun. Okay, tails <laughs> under the Tuscan sun. Have you seen uh-huh. this one, Kenny? I want to wait till the music comes up so I can drop the bomb and then back away. Oh, when, no. when does the music <gasps> He start? loves this movie. He's watched it a hundred <laughs> times. He's seen it. I bet the roommate. I bet the roommate has watched it with him. I once. mean, heads. She heads. She has, <laughs> she has no taste in movies. She hasn't seen it. I've seen this movie like three times. Oh, oh my no! God. <laughs> okay. Omega Man! Omega Man! Omega Man! Oh, yep, that's your movie. I just duped you. I like Omega Man. No! No! <laughs> 13 going on 30. 13 going on 30. Uh, the final yeah. answer. That's it. Look that's at it. that. 13 you. going on 30. I haven't go out, seen that. Okay. Oh, go, go out there and be yourself. No one can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? <laughs> that's right. You be you. I love you. Bye. Have a great weekend. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.